Hi there, it's Lynn, your host of the Simply Safe podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to apologize for the semi-good audio quality. But because of the situation, we couldn't come together at a round table with a good mic, so that's why we had to improvise a little bit. And basically, we dialed in from our home offices. And now, enjoy listening. Welcome back to our Simply Safe podcast, where we give you an insight into safe electronics. In our last episode, we talked about how safety will become ubiquitous. However, to achieve this, safety also has to be much easier to develop. One popular approach is the modular safety development. And this is exactly the topic my co-host and the safety experts from Brinkmann Electronic Berlin, Rolf and Bernd, will talk about today. But before we jump into the discussion, Bernd and Rolf, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. So my name is Bernd Bartmann. I'm now nearly a year staff member of the Brinkman Electronic team, worked as an embedded software engineer in the past nearly 20 years and have a lot of experience in functional safety coming from the agricultural and forestry market. Yes, and uh, I'm Rolf Tomasius. I'm also working in Brinkmann Electronic Berlin and I'm also a software engineer and I'm an expert for safety. Thank you so much. Of course, we have our co-host Peter here. Peter, you have some words? Okay, yes, thank you. I am Peter Brinkmann. I'm the head of Brinkmann Electronic. And I'm very proud to have my best guys here with us today. And we will have a very interesting discussion today. Exactly. So as I have mentioned already, our topic will be about the modular safety development today. So let's start off with the basics. Could you just tell me what it is? What is modular safety? So we yeah, are basically the opportunity to have the product made in a monolithic way as a big box, but instead using some well-defined pre-certified modules that you can take as, as you need them. So for different functionalities, like for safety functions, like for filtering and signal definition and signal processing. And of course, also not to forget about communication protocols. Depending on your application, you might have different needs for different ways of communication to your target applications or to your target devices. So these can all be pre-certified safety modules. Yeah, modularization, it is the way complex systems are broken down into smaller building blocks with self-contained functions. And I think that this is necessary in order to understand a complex system at all and to develop it in a structured way. I don't know anyone who doesn't modularize at all. So I think that you never come across 100% modularized systems. Or in the opposite case, uh, 100% uh, monolithic systems. I think you are somehow in between on the scale. So, Bernd, you already talked about pre-certified modules. What do we have to understand? So, yeah, as Rolf mentioned, we will have these small building blocks that give a predefined, well-scoped functionality for a certain um, subject of the system. And these modules are already pre-certified by certification authorities like a TUV, for instance. They have been checked, verified and validated for use in uh, safety applications. They will come with a comprehensive set of documentation, how to use them and how to integrate them into your target application. That's the basic idea behind that, so that you take uh, the bird of hearts of the complete system certification from the customer to our side, to the Brinkman side. 
Do we have a process of certifying separate modules? When you think about the whole system, the modules are part of the system. And the idea is that you, with part of the system certification, you use these pre-defined and pre-certified modules. So you have a clearly defined scope for the modules. And this scope, together with safety plans and verification and validation plans, will be reviewed by certification authority. And then you get together a safety integration manual that the customer can use to integrate this module into his system. Of course, in the end, the end application might need to be certified as well. But a lot of things that you have to do for all the sub-modules will then be already done. So the process on our side is we define the modules, the scope of the modules, how we are going to verify them, and what the customer needs to do to validate them in the complete system. What is a module in, in terms of modular safety? What are you talking about? Is it a, just a... A C code file that is a module. You are also talking about hardware, are you? Yes, for sure we do. And there's always some kind of interaction between software and hardware in the, in the system. And if you think, for instance, about I.O. interfaces in safety applications, then you have for sure a hardware part that is switching output signals and also has some capabilities to verify that the output signals are correct with some kind of safety mechanism behind that. But the hardware definitely cannot work standalone. You have a software on the microcontroller running that is on one side doing the actual switching of the output signals, but also using interfaces from the hardware side to monitor the output values and to verify and the correct behavior. So you have some kind of surveillance inside the system and self-tests inside the system. So software and hardware always interact with each other. You cannot view them both standalone. For sure, there are documentations available for both parts. You have a software document that describes all the functions that the software library gives, and you have a hardware documentation that describes the different components in the hardware, and maybe you have simulations from the hardware from programs like PSPICE that show you the electrical behavior that this is correct. But in the end, both have to work together, software and hardware. Yeah, so the output is a very, very good example because I think the outputs are the most critical part in a safety system. Usually the outputs are switched off and not on and they must not go on at the wrong time. So uh, yes, as a module, you have a maybe a schematic, PCB layout and so on. You also need uh, the documentation. You need defined test cases. You need a test report for the hardware. You need a software driver, you need a software or, or the testing for or the testing of the outputs is also or mostly realized in software. You need specification for that. You need the implementation, the C code, of course. You need test reports and so on. So this all is one module. Is that right? For example, you have one module called digital output and or what you said belongs to that module. Is that correct? I would say not necessarily, because there might be different aspects to the output. The outputs can have different voltage levels, for instance. So you would have a different schematic building block that you would use depending on the actual voltage in the system. And the software part probably is mainly the same, because that is just switching general purpose IOs on the microcontroller. And they are then 
post-processed by the hardware on the board. But does this approach cut off some needed flexibility? I understand your approach, but when we look at our customers, they have total different applications. There are customers who have sensors, there are customers who have some sort of a safety control, similar to safety control. There are customers who have drives, monitoring functions for motion. There are customers who have laser applications and the laser itself is dangerous and has to be monitored safely. So the, the applications are totally different. Can your approach of modular safety still be valid with such different needs that customers have? Yes, of course, uh, applications are different. But you have system parts which, which are nearly the same or you can reuse. If you want to build up a three system, then in most cases you use two microcontrollers which interact and check each other. And you have to do the synchronization between those microcontrollers. And this is a thing which you can use in different systems with different applications. But the mechanisms are the same. And why reinvent the wheel for each system? Yeah, and you also have all the surrounding conditions that you need to do for the whole system certification. So all the things associated with verification and validation might be already done for a large part for the modular safety functions that we offer or for the other modules that we offer. And only a small amount needs to be done for the whole system validation then. Okay, I understand. But, well, modularity in most cases means some sort of standardization in terms of interfaces between those modules. And doesn't bring this standardization a sort of inflexible solution? I cannot simply change the interface because then I have to go into two modules that have to be recertified or redone. What do you think about this losing sort of flexibility? So I think that these standardized predefined interfaces are actually a big advantage for the customer because he does not need to worry about the definition of the interfaces. The interfaces are already well tested. And with the experience that we have within Brinkman, we have put a lot of thought into defining these interfaces for different applications so that these interfaces are already made with openness to other applications in the future. And so the customer can use stuff for different target applications for upcoming products. Well, I understand, yes. That brings me to the next question. Does modularization bring an overhead with it? If I use a function which is optimized for one application, then I might have less memory used, speed advantages, and may even be able to use a smaller microcontroller. What do you think about that? Yeah, a system with, with self-contained modules where each uh, module defensively checks its boundary condition requires more system resources. This may require more powerful hardware than necessary to solve the same task and it might drive up the unit costs. But in return, use proven modules to reduce the development cost so that it is a trade between unit costs and development costs. 
Yeah, and also if you think about that you have to be state-of-the-art when you're defining a new product, then you would normally choose a good capable controller anyway that would fulfill all the requirements. And if you think about things like Moore's Law, for instance, that the processing speed of a microcontroller increases every 12 months, I think, then you are already in good shape for the future and you can upgrade for different future products to the next generation hardware. But if you're developing a device just for one specific use case, why need a modular system then? So the openness to future applications, I think in, in most of the cases, you will have different applications in the future. The, the case that you are developing a product only for very specific application is rather seldom, I think. Well, of course, I was think that testing our modules for a very broad application range might be much more expensive than having this development targeting on exactly one application. For example, for testing, I will have much broader variety of test cases. Yeah, modularization has higher initial costs. So one must first think more and ahead to find clean cuts for the system, to think about future applications, future extensions. Right, but that is, this task is not on the side of the customer anymore. This is already coming with the modules that we provide. Yeah, the, the goal of modularization are reusable implementations, reusable tests, documentation of modules that have proven themselves in operation, so proven in use. This is a way to reduce risks in your project or risk for your product. The customer can in the end focus on the actual target application that he needs to give to his end customers maybe, and he does not need to worry about the safety aspects so much because that is all given by the modules that we provide. So maybe four-fifths of the total development for the safety is already covered by our modules, and our customer can really focus on the implementation of his target application, which for sure has different things that he needs to implement on the top-level application side, independent from the safety aspects. Not mentioning that the customer might not be a safety expert, I mean, not having the know-how and the safety yet. Right. That's a very important addition. So we are a company that has a lot of experience with functional safety and we can bring this knowledge to the customer. And coming into the world of functional safety is a big, steep learning curve that one has to do to understand all the requirements by functional safety from the V model up to all the different safety standards that might be out there for medical and automotive and industrial application markets that are all different. This knowledge needs to be built up and that is a very time-consuming task. So do you think modular safety approach in the sense that we talked about it right now will enable smaller companies to, to bring their ideas and products to the market? Right, I think there is no disagreement on that. The modules will help the customer to bring his product to the market and with the advantage uh, that he might save a lot of cost and time during the development process. And the cost might be some minimal performance loss or some loss of flexibility, some standardized interfaces and things like that. So the benefit would be especially high if development costs in comparison with unit numbers are significant and in main focus. So I would say yes, for sure. 
all parties involved have to always look at the project scope and what makes sense and what makes not sense. That is pretty clear that the low volume product has different things that need to be taken into account compared to a high volume product like in the automotive industry where every cent counts in the piece part costs, for instance. The project cost and schedule for implementation are always dependent on the actual application and that definitely requires a discussion with the target customer to come to a conclusion to get a better understanding of an overall project and we are happy to assist you just give us a call and with these words unfortunately we have to come to an end peter band and rolf thank you so much for this discussion it was really interesting to hear about the technical aspects of modular safety and to our audience what are your thoughts on this topic do you think that this is a future-proof approach to make safety accessible for everybody? Let us know. And until the next time, stay simply safe.